Hey sister, I'm so excited to bring to you a very special episode today. We have a guest, one of my clients who has been with me for almost a year is going to share about her story and it is um it is totally worth listening all the way through. Um especially as we get to the end talking about the spiritual side of things and it's really cool. So I hope that you really enjoy it. And um, before we get into that, I just want to thank everyone who has left a review. Like you are super duper cool. I love seeing what you think about um, the podcast and I appreciate you so much. And if you have not left one yet, if you would be willing to leave me a quick review, um, this helps me to get the podcast seen by more people who could be blessed by this message as you are. So thank you so so much for doing that. And I also just want to say like, um, this has just been on my heart. If you have been wanting to get pregnant, but you feel like making lifestyle changes or learning to chart or whatever in the world that is just isn't going to be worth the money or give you the answers that you're looking for. I just want to tell you, that that's wrong because my course that's coming up really soon, it's called Fertility Framework, is going to teach you how to finally understand your body through an evidence-based method of charting and how to actually support imbalances that you're dealing with through simple tweaks that you can change it up in your daily life. And God is at the center of every single change in those steps. Because I want you to really think through this. If you, um, if your next step from the fertility clinic is going to involve lots of forceful medications, synthetic hormones or injections, invasive treatments, and probably some strainful intercourse instructions um, on you and your husband, like that's a lot to be faced with, right? And not to mention it comes at a hefty price tag of five to $30,000, depending on what you're doing with only a chance that it'll work. So I want you to really think twice about that. And I want you to think about doing things from home with the help of a support sister, me, who's been on the journey before you. And this is a better place to start and a better investment of your money to get tools that you can use to support your body and fertility for life. And so I um, actually want you to come join us in a healthy cycles class. I am doing this completely for free to serve you guys with seven practical ways that you can support your cycle. So come and sign up for that. Just scroll down in the show notes, click on that link and sign up for that class. It is Monday, January 29th at 6.45 PM Mountain Standard Time. And everyone who is on their live will be entered for some fun door prizes and some special bonuses for the course coming up. So come join that Healthy Cycles class and register for it today. And let's get into Katie's interview. Hey sister, welcome to For the Love of Hormones podcast. Do you have a desire to get pregnant in God's design and be free from the pressure of going straight to IUI or IVF? Hey, I'm Becca. While I was blessed with two children, I then suffered from three miscarriages. I too felt emotionally wrecked anytime I was around a pregnant friend. I wanted to understand God's design for my body and how to care for it naturally, but I just kept telling myself that it was too complicated and I needed to be content with my circumstances until I found the answer, hormone health and tracking. In this podcast, you will find answers to all of your period, ovulation and cycle questions so that you will be able to find the path for getting pregnant in God's design. So sister, for the love of hormones, put that pregnancy test stick down and grab your Bible, matcha green tea and a journal because it's time for a come to Jesus and hormones meeting. 
All right. Yay. Okay, y'all, we have Katie on the show. Um, So Katie, congratulations. Other than Dr. Jamie, you are the very first, not just guest interview, but a client testimonial interview. So um, y'all, Katie and I have worked together for about a year and it has been just a huge transformational journey. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear about Katie's story and um, let's, let's dive in. All right. So Katie, just tell us about yourself. First of all, like, what do you do? Tell us about your family. What keeps you busy in your day? We'd love to know about that first. So I have one sister and uh, grew up in Bloomington, Illinois, right in the middle of Illinois. And um, I really have had like the same job my entire working career time. Um, because I love cleaning, which is weird, but I love it. <laughs> and um, so I have cleaned people's houses. I've cleaned churches. And um, I, when I went to camp, or they had like a school there that I went to for college, for Bible school, um, I cleaned there. So cleaning, cleaning, cleaning um, all the time. And now I clean a church, and or my church that I go to. And they also have a ministry house and I keep that up and ready for the guests to stay. And um, my husband works at Martin Brothers Construction and they have offices and I clean those. Nice. (laughs) Just all the cleaning. And um, yeah. And we have been married for, it'll be five years in May. And so we, and I guess I'll throw this in here. We've been trying to conceive for three years now. Um, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. Side question. Cause I never mm-hmm. thought about this in all of our coaching together for your cleaning. Do you use clean products or do you use, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, yeah. that's something we haven't talked about. <laughs> like, I, mean, we've t- I know we've talked about your house, but I haven't even thought about your job. <laughs> Okay, so you use clean stuff for your cleaning. That's like the very first thing that I'm like, this is the cleaning products I use, period. You cannot make me use anything else. And they're like, okay. (laughs) All right, I love it. (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. Um, Okay. And yeah, so let's kind of go back to just your story of, you said you guys have been married for five years and you guys have been trying to get pregnant for three years. Um, let's talk about before working with me before, you know, before that, so this was a year ago, those first two years, um, what, what were your big struggles and, you know, just kind of go through what you guys were going through at that point. Um, so I think I'm forgetting, hang on, (laughs) I think that it was about, one year. Yeah, it was one year after we got married, we moved into a house because we had been in an apartment and we decided that we could start trying. So I got off birth control, which I had been on for that year of marriage. And um, I kind of knew about, um, what is it called? Is the calendar method or something? I don't know. I had heard about some sort of tracking which was not technically um, like after hearing how we do it with your course and stuff, 
I was like, that probably wouldn't have worked. <laughs> but anyway, um, was it the rhythm? It was like, set, I don't know. It was like set um, days. Like it wasn't for your body. It was for women in general. Like, gotcha. Anyway, so, but I was waiting for certain symptoms to happen and they weren't happening because my body was not like back into normal stuff yet from being on birth control. So I waited and waited months and months and nothing was happening, like nothing at all, no period, nothing. And then it had, and I, I waited an entire year for something to happen and nothing happened. So I'm like, something is wrong. And so the only thing I knew to do was to go to the gynecologist. So I went there and I had lost 40 pounds, like through better eating and such. Um, and so that lady's like first thing to try was to put me on metformin because she was like, oh, it's your blood sugar. And I'm like, I don't think so, but whatever. So I took the metformin and was on the toilet day and night. And it was horrible, like pain stomach pain, cramping, like it was everything. And, um, so after maybe a, two or three weeks of trying that, like I tried it. Um, I just stopped it. Like I didn't even tell her or go back or anything. I just stopped the medication and was like, well, that's not working. Um, and I don't really know in between there. I think that because we are on the same pampered chef team, I saw, you start to say something about like an email that you're going to start putting out. So I was like, what the heck? And I signed up <laughs> and then I started getting the emails and, um, saw your, uh, Oh, your little snippet about like a free 15 minute discovery call or something. Um, so then I booked that. And then in talking to you, I was like, okay, yep. Yep we're doing this. We're going to try this. So yeah. yeah. Start with you. Okay. Sounds good. So basically before that point, you were, you know, like put on metformin and then did you know what your options would have been like after that? Or were you just kind of like not wanting to go whatever route they would have suggested or, you know, what, what did you, what did you know and what did you want to do or not want to do? Um. I think that I knew from other people's stories and some research that she was going to just kind of put me on the path to a, um, like a fertility clinic to maybe do IVF or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I was there, I said, okay, if this metformin doesn't work, what's the next step? And she said, you would go to a fertility specialist, do IVF or whatever. And I was like, yep, nope. Thank you. (laughs) I don't want to do that. Yeah. And something I just want to highlight about this story, it's like a very tip, like it's an, it's a frustratingly typical story because here's a question I have for you. And like I have for everyone is like, did, did the doctor talk to you about your periods, your cycle, your cervical mucus, any of that kind of stuff? No. I'm like any other time I've been to the gynecologist, they're like, so what are your periods like? And I tell them they're like, okay. And like, move on. They don't even, you know, nothing. 
<laughs> they're not they're not asking for details. They're not asking how no. long it is. Is there any spotting? Um, mm-hmm. They're not asking for like cycle length for the last six to 12 months. Um, and I mean, for you, that was a really big deal because you were having anovulatory cycles. And yeah. so th- to me, that's frustrating that you weren't even asked about that stuff and immediately yeah. were given a prescription to, yeah. to try to force things without even understanding why, why, or, or what was happening in your body. And I think that's a big right. part of your story because that, like I said, it's a, unfortunately a standard part of people's stories who are going through this. And that's why I love working with people like you because there's just this middle ground that needs to be addressed first. I'm not anti IUI or IVF. I'm not anti that at all, but I'm frustrated yeah. that that's like, like the middle ground for you was metformin and that was it. They didn't ask mm-hmm. about your cervical mucus. Did they, did they talk about that at all? Not at all. I mean, there is like no discussion about that stuff. And so, you know, what we like to do is figure out what is happening and why is this happening and what can we do within our just own day-to-day lives to, to make some changes, you know? So, um, okay. So you shared about how you found me, um, and good for you (laughs) taking the plunge. (laughs) So. I'm curious, what was it you said, like, you know, you got my emails, you had the console and you were like, yep, that's it. Like what, what was it that made that such an affirmation for you? Uh, honestly, the, the biggest thing was that you were like, obviously a Christian. And that, mm-hmm. that was the first, the, the priority, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and then just that you like knew what you were talking about. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so what would you say was like, what did you learn through us working together at the time when we worked together? Um, I was still teaching people one-on-one. So you got the full one-on-one education of femme and through a hormone coaching. So like, what did you learn? What were your big aha moments? Um, so for the most part, I kind of knew like how the cycle works, like how, like, you know, the, um, the path, the egg travels and like whatever, all of that kind of stuff. But I did not know all the details. So I learned all the details with you and like knowing the different rises and falls of the hormones. I didn't know that either. Um, I just, you know, women have estrogen and progesterone. Great. That's what I knew. <laughs> but now I, I know when they're rising and when they're falling and why and what the purpose is of that and everything. Um, I don't know if this is TMI, but like before I had like, well, still, I had constant ES mucus oh my all, the time, all the time. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And that's not something that you feel like you can ask people because or do they know the answer? I don't know. Is it, am I broken? I don't want to talk about that. That's weird and gross. Um, but now I'm like, hey, now I know that that is a good thing sometimes when it's you know supposed to happen. It's a good right. thing. And what the purpose is of it. And like I said, I still am experiencing that more than I should be. But And now yeah. I know that that is abnormal and that I need to work on figuring out why that is happening. Right. Yeah. 
yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was a big. <clears throat> yeah, it's um, that's like such a tricky thing. It's like the number one thing. It's like okay, first I have to learn what does this mean, and then. Mm-hmm your case and a lot of people's cases who are dealing with, you know, wanting to get pregnant and having a hard time is you're having abnormal cycles and you're having abnormal mucus patterns. And so Mm -hmm. there's like a specific, you know, checklist that we're going to go through to be like, okay, is it this issue? Is it this issue? Is it this issue? And in your case, it's important that we do work with a qualified doctor who can look at your chart and know how to read it. That's like the biggest thing. Um, and I know that's been hard for you in your area, but you're, you're getting closer to getting set up with a good one. So, um, yeah, so it's like, it's, it's tricky. It's one thing. It's like, if you have regular cycles, I feel like this stuff is extremely helpful, but it's like, if you have irregular cycles and it doesn't follow the standard pattern, you really need that extra support. So, Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about like um, lifestyle changes, like through the hormone coaching? What did you learn from that? Because we, you know, we go into gut, liver, gut. Did I just say gut, liver, gut? Yep. Um, Okay. So gut, liver. um, We talked about the sex hormones. We talked about um, your adrenals. You know, we discussed sleep. We discussed diet, supplements, all of that kind of stuff. What do you feel like we're more aha moments like what were more changes that you made over time that you could see helped um first I was excited to hear that avocados are amazing for your hormones (laughs) because I've always heard like oh that's so much fat you should not eat like even half of an avocado like you should only eat a quarter of it or whatever and I'm like girl no I have to have more than that (laughs) It's so good. So now that I know that, I eat more avocados and I'm happy about it. Um, (laughs) And then I also didn't realize that you can eat for your cycle um, to support the different, you know, phases. Right. Um, So that's fun to try to help that out. And then um, I had known about seed cycling before. But I only did it for probably one month. <laughs> but and that was back when like I wasn't even having cycles. So and it's kinda hard still to be like, is this actually working? <laughs> um, but it's fun. I'm weird. I really, really like the seeds, like the um pumpkin and flax for the first half. I think is it the first half? Yeah, for your follicular. Yes. I love those. Yay. I'm not a huge fan of sunflower seeds, but like I, you know, yeah, I do it. But yeah, I really like them. I'm just like eating my bowl of like a tablespoon each of seeds, and I'm like, this is so good. And Ed's like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I love about you is like you took any and every suggestion that I gave you, and you just did it. Like with, you know, I have my kids, right? So like you did it with a happy heart. Like yay. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You. I just, I, I've loved working with you because you are like, tell me what to do and I will do it. And I just want that guidance. And so, and you do it and like, not only do you do it, you do it joyfully. Um, and you find, you find joy in like the different changes and the different things to do. And I just really applaud that because not everyone is like that. And some people have a really hard time with, 
making changes and stuff. So I just want to encourage you that you're cool. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, so what, what results, I mean, you're still in the wait. So like you, you know, you haven't had the story yet of like, yes, I've gotten pregnant, you know, and that's okay because your journey is a journey and everyone's journey is different and different length of time. And I know it's still hard, you know, but like, what do you feel like looking for who you are and how you live today versus a year ago? Like what changes have you seen? Um. So when I started with you, I had had a year of no period at all. Um, and then slowly I did, I had, I finally had one when I started with you. And then, um, it was like a very consistent every other month period. Mm -hmm. And then, and now, well, last month's cycle days between was, uh, 48 instead of 60. So we're getting somewhere. <laughs> um, and I would say I had gone a very long time of having ES mucus every single day of my life. And now I do have some dry days in there, which is, you know, encouraging. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not sure what I, I have some pain which is why I'm going to be going to the femme doctor. Um, but it's less. Yeah. You know, than it used to be. So maybe that is also from any lifestyle changes or better nutrition that I've right. been doing. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It really does make a difference. And we do want you to be working with a doctor um, because of the number of things that you're dealing with. But again, I have to applaud you of like, you are an example of someone who has, you've taken the middle route. Like I call this the middle route, you know, like some people are like, I'm just going to wait and just keep not making any changes and just wait and see if we get pregnant. Right. And then there's people like you who are like, no, I want to see if there's things that I can do first to figure out what's going on and to help it. And then the last part of the route is like, okay, Either you have done everything in the middle route and like, okay, now we need to, you know, work with a doctor. Um, but even then, like the doctor, the kind of doctor that you're going to work with is going to help support your body with natural, with, with medications, but that help you in a natural way to stimulate your body to heal rather than just forcing your body to um, achieve pregnancy when we're not even figuring out why is Katie dealing with this. And, um, I mean, as a hormone coach, you know, we have pointers of, okay, it could be this and this. So this is what we're working on. And these are the changes we're making. And we could see your body is responding to that, but it is definitely, you know, at a point where, you know, you do need to get your thyroid panel mm -hmm. fully tested and, um, you know, see if you need support with that. Um, and then the ES mucus, like those, there's a few things that that could be. So like, you know, we want to have our eyes on that and then shortening that cycle length a little bit. So you could need help or support with bioidentical hormones. Um, and that's something that the doctor would have to do. So that's kind of like the next step. And that step is before you would ever consider like IUI or IVF, you know? Right. So there's, you still have like, you're still early in your journey, even though it feels like forever. <laughs> it feels like yeah. a frustrating Absolutely. amount of time, but like, 
like I said, for some people, this is just a little bit longer than others. And um, I know it's been hard, but you've been such an example Mm -hmm. and and encouragement to so many people. Um, Tell us a little bit about that. Like, because I know, I feel like before we started working together, you were really quiet about your situation. And now you've become kind of passionate about talking about it, like on social media. And so tell us Mm -hmm. kind of about what that journey has been like for you. Yes, I was quiet because um, I think that the most like comments that I would, well, you know, if people didn't know, then they would say things like, I'm kind of surprised you don't have kids yet. Or um, maybe even just saying like, you've been married for two years. Like, where's the kids? Like, they'd just be so insensitive. (laughs) Um, And then some people would assume that we were having an issue and they would say things like, you know, well, have you gone to a fertility specialist? Like, that's your next step. Do it, you know? And I'm like, so most of the time that I'm, I'm quiet because I'm tired of the comments. But now that I like have a plan and I'm like, uh, what's the word? (laughs) Confident in my plan. And I know what is like, why I have my plan of um, this middle road, like you're talking about, um, I feel I was like, okay, like I can start talking about this because I also know now that I am not the only one because it did kind of feel like that. So, um, and I want to be helpful to people if I can, because, uh, a lot of people are quiet about it and therefore like, you don't know that somebody else is struggling or you don't know that somebody did struggle and now they have a baby, but you don't know like the, their right. struggle or what they did to get the baby right so if I talk about it then maybe I can bring awareness to it in a way yeah Yeah. to remind the woods (laughs) yeah I think that's so cool and that's what I experienced too with the miscarriage was um I didn't have a period of silence because God was like very clear to me that one's more of an acute issue right yours is more of like a long-term issue or drawn out of like I don't know how long this is gonna last so I'm just gonna stay quiet about it the miscarriage was like this happened yeah so for me it was like God wanted me to be outspoken about it right away um Mm -hmm. but I mean I can't tell you how many people when I'm talking with them are like oh I had one of those and you could Mm -hmm. tell like they don't talk about it hardly ever and it's just um I feel like God has put us here. He's put me, he's put you here on this earth to be spokespeople of encouragement and light in this dark world for him. So I'm just really, um, it's cool to see you, you know, come out and shine. Like don't hide your light under a bowl. Um, Let it shine for all men for the glory of Christ. How do you feel like um, you've grown spiritually in the last year through all, all this? Um, I was going to say that that's probably been the biggest growth has been spiritually, not just physically, like, you know, um, because uh, as I said before, that's your first priority. And so it has become my first priority as well. (laughs) Mm, Um, And so like with the emotional side of it, I don't know. I don't know if like if I had chosen a different femme coach who may have not been a Christian or as solid of a Christian, I don't know if they would have like given me biblical help with it. But um I'm really glad that 
we cross paths because that has been like the biggest growth for me. Um, and might be why I decided to be open about it because not just being open about the fertility aspect, but about like the, what does God have to do with this? And like, how can I grow in him during this time? Um, and then like, <laughs> you love journaling. I struggle. I struggle to journal. It is so hard. Like people get me notebooks or they get me pens or they like, I've gotten this little box that says, um, Oh, come on. It says something about prayer on it. And like, there's a little, little deck of cards and a teeny tiny pen inside. And you're supposed to like write your prayer request down and put it in the box. And I'm like, I am never going to touch that. I just don't do that kind of a thing. Yeah. But you have gotten me into it a little bit more. And it has been really nice. Like it, it is helpful to write things down and not that I write it out like a dear diary sort of a thing, but just like maybe even just bullet points or verses written out and just like being able to go back and look at it when I'm having a hard time. Yeah. I can go back and see, Oh, here's these verses that I found the other day. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. That's so encouraging to hear. I think, have you ever heard of the ministry called the navigators? No. So my husband, Adam, was very involved in that ministry in college when I met him. And so I kind of got involved a little bit in it. Um, but I'm, you know, I say I'm discipled under my husband because mm-hmm. I learned everything that he knows. And he likes to, you know, minister to me as part of his role. And, you know, I'm to learn. I like to learn from him. And um, mm-hmm. so the Navigators is super cool. Um, the founder of it, his name is Dawson Trotman. And I'm. I don't know the quote by heart, but he talks a lot about just how writing is the way to get out what God is speaking to your heart. And until you put pen to paper, sometimes it's just jumbled. And when you put that pen to paper, it becomes clear what the Lord is speaking, which is really cool. So I don't know. So I encourage you to continue in that, in that journey of, because it, it's it's hard, especially for someone like you who like you're like this is not my thing, but I, <laughs> I encourage it for everyone, even if it wasn't your thing, because it's a really mm-hmm. cool course of communication with the Lord. Because this is a big, long term, you know, journey that you are on, and the growth that you can experience or the hindrance of growth that can shrivel you is huge mm-hmm. on either side. And, um, and journaling with the Lord and with his word can be pretty profound in helping you to go the the right direction of growing in it. So that's cool to hear. I will also say that I don't remember if it was, I think you had told me that you were going to start doing podcast episodes about women in the Bible who experienced any fertility issue at all. And I, like I had just started doing my own study of that. And I was like, you're kidding. And then I went home and I'm like, just, you know, I mean, I sent you a little bit of what I had already studied, but, um, your, um, was it Rebecca? No, it was Rachel and her attitude, her entire, basically her entire life that we know about. I yeah. was like, I mean, kind of new cause I had researched it a little bit in the Bible. Right. But when your episode came out, I was like, Oh my word, like, yikes, you know, and just all ladies, it's insane. Like you think you're alone today in 2023, but like, 
those ladies back then had the same issue or, you know, similar issues. And it's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, girl, you have not been alone for the last five, 6,000 years from the beginning of time since (laughs) we are, we are going through this whole thing. And I I just Mm want to encourage you guys, if you didn't listen to the, um, depressed about Christmas without a baby episode, um, go back and listen to that because we do a huge biblical overview. And I feel like I know it's past Christmas, but like it, it's so encouraging. I'll, I'll probably do an episode on it like later this year again when it's like not a Christmassy themed one. But I mean, it's so crazy encouraging to see mm-hmm. the fall and how kind of depressing it is. And then how it there's this theme of infertility in the Bible, but then how Christ crushed it. And mm. even though we're still living in a fallen world and we're still experiencing that, we have hope through the Lord Jesus Christ. We have hope. Like you have hope, more hope than Sarah could have ever had, than Rachel yeah. could have ever had. Um, even Elizabeth, like she was the last one um, noted in the Bible. Obviously, you know, <laughs> like right. she was the last ever to experience infertility, but she was the last woman noted in the Bible to have um, experienced infertility. And it was right before Jesus, you know? And wow. I just feel like there's so much hope that we can gain from Christ. Um, like genuinely, you know? So, um, okay, let's wrap up with what would you say to someone sitting on the fence about working with me, especially in the course coming up later this month? Oh my goodness. I have only seen module one and two, I think. (laughs) And I cannot even like, you know, like, it's amazing. Like even just what, what, um, hang on. There was a section. It was, uh, uh, I think it was in Genesis. It was just a real quick, like a Bible part before we dive, dove into our, like our body. Right. And I was like, Oh my word, this girl is going <laughs> to just change my life all over again with this course because I've already, you know, done. The Zoom wow. calls, one-on-one stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I pretty, I don't know everything. But, like, I'm aware now. So, right. not that I have an attitude of I'm not going to learn anything in this course. But I'm already, like, wow. Oh, my <laughs> God. That is so encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, I'd say absolutely dive right into the course and get VIP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's how you're going to the one-on-one support so yeah yeah and yes I absolutely I don't like when you said that I do all the things you tell me to do like yeah I want somebody to tell me exactly what to do <laughs> so I need right. one-on-one <laughs> right yeah some people are very independent and are like no just you know give me the framework and I I know myself I will apply it but then some people are like I'm sick of the Google searches. I'm sick of trying to piece yes. this together. And so if that's you, then you need to work with me directly. <laughs> so yeah, um, absolutely. Oh man, thank you for sharing that. That's like so encouraging me. And you guys, again, Katie has like worked with me. She's done my whole program and now she's like redoing it. I'm having her go through as um, just to benefit from it, but also to test it out before we're releasing it to all of you. And that's so cool mm-hmm. and encouraging because mm-hmm. I have a lot more, a lot more spiritual um, a lot more of the spiritual side into it in the course. Yeah. So I love that part. Yay. Love it. Awesome. 
Oh my goodness. Well, Katie, thank you so much for just joining us today. It was so fun to talk to you. I'm so excited for this episode to air. And um, let me just pray us out. And um, thank you again. Okay. Lord, we just come before you and I thank you so much for just allowing us to get to sit and talk today and um, hear about Katie's journey and testimony. And Lord, I have asked you before and I will ask you again. We will continue to ask, Lord, will be that squeaky wheel um, who just keeps knocking on the door. And I do pray for healing and restoration in Katie's body. And um, we praise you for all of the changes spiritually, emotionally, and physically that she has experienced in the last year as she has opened her heart to you more and more. And um, I just pray that... um, that you would heal her completely and that pregnancy would happen so soon that this would be the year that it would happen, Lord. I ask this in the holy name of Jesus. Um, And I just pray over all the women listening to this that you would put your hands upon them as well and um, you would restore them and guide them towards their next right step just as you have been guiding Katie and that they would be obedient to it and follow Katie's example. Um, We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Literally just pause this, scroll on down, click write a review, and I promise it'll take two seconds, well, maybe like 25 seconds, and it would bless me so much to see what you thought about this episode and to hear your feedback. And also, if you could share this in a quick text message to the friend or family member that you were thinking of while listening to this episode, that would be awesome. It just lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you and other people. And girl, I pray that your progesterone is awesome. I'll meet you back next Thursday for another episode. Have a blessed day.